Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast. Thanks for being patient. We're a little bit delayed here. Hawks lose 3-2 in overtime to those goddamn Detroit Red Wings. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Steven's back with us. He is uh, he is descended from on high to bless us with his presence once again. <laughs> he only comes out here, he only comes out for the big <laughs> events. What, what, what an what an introduction though. He only comes out for the good big thing events the Bears now. Didn't have any uh, social yeah, media needs. Good thing Justin Fields didn't fart at that emergency <laughs> podcast covering it. What does it all mean? <laughs> sorry. All right. I'm sorry, Stephen. We love you. You know we love yes. you. We only. I'm starting to wonder. I don't know. We only break your balls because we like you. If we yeah. didn't like you, we wouldn't even mention that's your how, name That's on how the men air. express their, their love for yeah. each other is by tearing each other down. You're the one. The people we don't like, we tell you about. <laughs> You're giving away a lot of secrets here. So we're going to talk to you and be like, okay. Stephen. Stephen sucks. Nothing says I like you more than giving you a complex. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being with us in the chat. We appreciate it. Uh, lots of you watching. We got 65 likes. We have over 200 people watching. Make it make sense. That math don't jive. Please smash that like button for like us. Spike. Yeah, make sure you are subscribed Give it a to our YouTube elbow. page as well. Uh, why don't we get to the four stars right away? The three stars of the game, Nick Felino with a goal, Alex DeBrinkett going assist, and somebody named Patrick Kane with mm. the overtime winner and an assist. So here are your nominees for four star. Vote, and we'll reveal the winner in the postgame show or later in the postgame show. Peter Mrazek stopped uh, 28 of 31 Red Wing shots. Connor Bedard had an assist, 18-35, three shots on goal and six shot attempts. And Seth Jones played 27-15. He had an assist. He had seven shots. He had 12 shot attempts Jesus. and four blocked shots. But if you ask the chat, it's his fault they lost. Well, the yeah. chat sometimes, I don't know what games they watch. <laughs> yeah. Also, the highest game score of mm-hmm. any player on either team I was, in this game. I was saying when we when we first sat down here, I was looking at the uh, the blue lines from uh, spoiler alert for later. I guess, our, right? our friends at uh, Hockey Stat Cards on on social media, and I was just like, you know, watching this game from from afar from the the three hundred level, it really didn't feel like there was one player that had a bad game. I have and, one. Go ahead. <laughs> well, and I then the game the game scores and the blue lines kind of reflected that. Like no one was extremely bad right. uh, tonight. But yes, make make your point now. Um, Jared Tenorti, bad. Oh sure. Keep a puck in at the blue line for once. In the first period, the Hawks had like what looked to be as finally a sustained shift, a slow puck right on the tape to him in the blue line, and he loses it. And the same shift, he throws a blind pass to no one, and it's an icing call. Yeah. Isaac Phillips can do that. Isaac Phillips might mean something to this organization down the road. I'm done watching 25. I'm done. I know he's out there playing his ass off. Mm-hmm. I know he's a great dude. I know he's got a great locker room presence. This is not personal. He is not an everyday NHL player. He's not. Jacob Magna is not very good either. I know. There was a play in the first period where Daniel Sprung just clowned him off the puck behind the net. And... Sorry, like I know why these guys were out there—injuries, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But 
if the Blackhawks as an organization started finding their defensemen every time they passed directly to the other team, four out of five of these defensemen would have overdrawn bank accounts right now. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. like, let's just pass it directly to the other team or let's throw it out to nobody. Right. Jared Tenorti has mastered the art of the pass to nobody. Yeah, and Merrick in the chat says, Isaac Phillips, isn't it too slow? So Jared Tenorti is a speed right. demon? Jason, Jacob Megna is out there uh, blowing your socks off? Like, what are we talking about here? You got a kid who is at least as good as those two. Get him out on the ice and have him play. My only hope is somehow Kyle Davidson figures out a way to save Luke Richardson from himself and get Jared Tenorti off the roster. Yeah. Maybe somebody... Well, when all his of a contract get, expires. Well, that, yeah, that's too long. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, like, you know, a team loses, like, four defensemen in, like, a single game, and they're just... More desperate yeah, than anything. Like the Hawks did when yeah, they exactly. got Zach Sanford and uh, Remington. <laughs> they, get, they get on the Ant Whistle family plane and. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Come on. Come yeah, on. This guy and he scored tonight. Oh, he oh, did. Soon, man. Who would man, say way that? Way to knock him down. Who would just say that? <laughs> All right, but yeah, let's let's not. This game is not about Jared Norton. No, it's not. Magna. Because it's not. this was one of the overall best team efforts we've seen all season yeah. long. I agree. Top to bottom. I agree. Yeah. That fourth line. Was awesome tonight. The uh, Reese Johnson, <laughs> the real fourth line, okay. uh, the fourth fourth line with uh, Donato Johnson, Reese Johnson, yeah. and Entwistle. Reese Johnson had like five shots on goal tonight. Yeah, it was crazy. He, I tweeted after the second period, and of course, it came back to bite me in the ass, as sure. I knew it would. But yeah. at, after two periods, Kane and DeBrinket were had combined for two shots on goal, both by Kane. Mm. Reese Johnson had four by himself at that point. So we yeah, should Reese blame, had five shots in 925. So we shouldn't blame Seth Jones. We should blame you for sending that tweet. Sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. blame whoever you want. <laughs> Just blame the fact that they lost to a better team. With guys that right. can finish, the Blackhawks had chances to make this a 4-5-1 game in regulation. Including a wide-open breakaway from Connor Bedard. Why no, how come no one's blaming Connor Bedard for not beating James effing Reimer on a breakaway? That guy is a shitty goalie, <laughs> and you can't beat him on a, on a breakaway? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's uh yeah there there were a lot of Jason Dickinson had a shot wide open in front of net yeah and shot it into the wrong net the one above the glass yeah there, there's there's <laughs> there a were lot of chances those. all game long and they yeah. just can't finish them you had that play in the first period where the puck is lying on the goal line and there's 55 guys mm. jumping in there and it just won't go across the line as if there's plexiglass yeah. on the yeah. uh, Taylor Radish gets a two on one and field. whiffs oh my god like there is so I'd forgotten about that much. This should there's it should never have been two to one no. for Alex Debrinkick to get that fluky goal that I still have no idea how it went uh. in to tie this game. It it they they deserved more mm -hmm. and and got screwed because they couldn't get that third or fourth goal when it was there. Yeah. It was there. They played they did over yes, we can find our moments, we can find our guys to nitpick, but overall this was one. They were ready to go. They rose to the occasion. They like, did, and it they, was, they, they could feel the buzz in the arena. And I'll yeah. say, like, the hatred was back. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was intense. Like, towards the end of the night at our takeover, up in the 300 level, there were some Red Wings fans, like, behind our section, and they were getting they were getting a little lubricated, and they were getting loud. <laughs> and people were, like, it was getting a little tense yeah. up there. Hey, I mean, it's for, for as dead as the rivalry has felt yeah. uh, over the last couple of years, um, maybe it just took Patrick Kane... Uh, signing with the Red Wings and and tonight, 
you know, Jan or Chelios, a guy who played a lot of games for both teams. Right. And, you know, now now Kane is there with uh, with the Red Wings to bring it to two times Stanley Cup champion Ole Mata as well. Yeah, where Put, was his victory? Putting yeah. some putting some fire back in the rivalry. But where yeah, was, I mean it's it's it definitely felt tribute. like there was a uh, a little bit of of a spark between uh between the organizations once again, which which was great. I from a rivalry standpoint, it needed that for sure. It helps when you have a Chris Chelios night where you have a lot of like old school player pe- fans back in the building. Yeah. People that mm-hmm. watched Chelios yeah. in the 90s yeah. were very back. much so. A lot yep. of lot of older folks in the crowd. So a lot like, of mustard stained jerseys. There are a lot of <laughs> Chelios jerseys that have seen some shit. Like yeah. these, these jerseys have been through a lot. It, w- it was awesome. So of course, the Let's Go Red Wings <laughs> Detroit sucks chants were in dual tandem and it was great. Uh my favorite moment of the night was Right after the the great ovation and the great tribute for Patrick Kane doing his three laps, I'm sure we'll talk more about that later. But the second it was over, the Detroit sucks chance starts yeah, again. I was like, yeah. perfect, I love it. Back to real life, and mm. uh, yeah. So it was. Uh, I mean, it was there. It was a game to win. But again, how many times this year? This is a team that just can't finish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's just not. Uh not the talent on on the roster to be able to capitalize on uh, opportunities you know as many opportunities as they, as they can create they can't capitalize on all of them um and yeah i mean it's uh, the 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 nhl script writers tonight uh they did their job perfectly um you know it was it was high high excitement uh you get a, you get the blackhawks leading the uh the game into the third period and then oh there's two high-profile former Blackhawks on the Red Wings. They'll probably orchestrate the comeback, right? You knew it's Kane just, wasn't going to be. No, you, he wasn't going to be held he held lives without a for point. Those moments. Oh my god. Those car- yeah. his career is built on those moments. Absolutely. He knew what was going to happen. He was he got checked out of the play, and then was kind of like, you know what? I bet the Blackhawks aren't going to score here, yeah. and I'm just going to take my time. And yep. oh, rocket skates! I've got the puck. <laughs> End of the game. A Poor cal- Peter Mraz. As soon as I saw him receive the puck, I just put my. Oh hand yeah, I knew. I, I, I started you knew exactly I was like, what was going to happen. Yeah. And poor Peter Mrazek, who has been, mm. let's face it, the team MVP yep. all season long. Besides Connor Bedard, yep. And he got. I, I was like, oh no. His groins. I'm praying, I'm praying for <laughs> his, his groins. groins. And he got not the groins. He got flinched. He yeah, would have gotten he, two for flinching he, big time. He back blinked in the day. first for sure. And he he took the bait and just I thought it hit the post at first, but no. Kaner knew it. He had his moment. It was gone um, for sure. You know, it's a cool moment. Obviously, you don't want to see. You know, we loved it a lot better for all those years when he was doing that for the right side. Yeah. yeah. But you knew you knew he was going he was to have his, his moment. moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was going to do it. That's what he does. If you thought that like Patrick Kane was going to come here and not have something like that, he wasn't going to flip the script. And by the end of the night, it's all about him. You haven't mm-hmm. been paying attention. Just in general, too, like watching him as an opponent is harrowing. Yeah. Because there something is going to happen with him. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it it's, won't. But once a shift, he does something mm-hmm. dangerous. Being being on the opposite side of it, you're just yeah. like, oof. I, 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 don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I was definitely watching him every time he was on the ice. But yeah. it was uh, tip of the cap to that second line. 
the Dickinson Anderson Blackwell line, they had them pretty much neutralized. Oh yeah. All for but two minutes of regulation. Um, you know, it, it, it they had them pretty and most of those shifts, it was also Seth Jones and Alex Vlasic back there too, doing yeah. the heavy lifting. Yep. Alex Vlasic Really good game for him. Just every time Patrick Kane got into within 10 feet of Alex Vlasic, he no longer had the puck. Yeah. Uh, great game by them. Great game by that second line. Great game by the, the fourth line, too. I mean, it was it was there. And yeah. it just, you know, it sucks. And you could tell that, like, talking to Seth Jones and talking to Nick Foligno after the game and even Luke Richardson, you could tell they're just like, yeah, morals, victories, blah, blah, blah. We, we needed to win this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, Nick Felino plan for now is he'll join us post game Thursday. Cool. So uh, throw that in your calendar. We'll solidify that when we know 100. percent But that's what it looks like right now. Um, yeah, you're saying it great. Like, and it's it's so painful because of the way it ended. It was him. It was in that moment. It was on this day. Like all those things. But overall, if this was you know a Tuesday night against Ottawa, we'd say th- this is one of the better games of the year. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. again comes down to. The inability to do the simple things often enough. And the little things are a struggle. I mean, mm-hmm. that Taylor Radish whiff on a yeah. two-on-one. He's broken. It, he is definitely. broken. I, I think we're going to find out at the end of the year that he's been hurt badly all year. Even if that, but the worst part mm-hmm. is he's broken between the ears. He's got zero he's confidence. Got and it shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Even with that two on one, I was like, "Oh, it's Taylor Radish," but I at least expected him to shoot it directly into the glove, like yeah, he normally does. Something. But then it just <laughs> missed it completely. It's just like this dude needs a vacation. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I I think it's it it just comes down to you don't you don't have the the talent to kind of overcome uh, games like this, and and it's just a a shame that it had to uh, it had to. Follow the script so perfectly uh, for for Kane's return and everything, and you know as much as Chris Chelios tried to in every interview he did leading up to tonight and in his speech say, "Hey, I hope Patrick Kane doesn't steal my thunder." Well, he did. <laughs> it's really hard to take that opportunity away from him. So Patrick Kane sat there, nodded his head, and was like, "Watch me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple things. Good note from Windy City Hockey. Now Patrick Kane has scored on all 32 NHL teams. Go. Good, good for him. Uh, and we got a bunch of Super Chats to get to. But before we do, I've noticed there's a lot of Red Wings fans coming into our chat, strutting or stuff. Like, congrats on being, like, semi-relevant for the yeah. first time in congrats a decade. Congrats on maybe making the playoffs. Yeah, and being the basically the NHL Bulls, where you're in the middle. You don't have good enough prospects to win anything. You're going to pick in the middle of the draft year after year after year. And it's going to look like this all the time. Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. Whatever happens, they're not going to win in the playoffs. It's the Iser plan, though. The Iser plan. Shh. Can't rip that. Greatest, greatest GM ever. Maybe, it's, it's, maybe gets look, the like, second. Respect to them. Like, they're they're, <laughs> they're trying, right? Like, hay. and they're they're in a playoff position right now. Needed, but Needed overtime to beat the worst team in the league. I, the, the Red Wings were irrelevant for a decade after they cried their way into the Eastern Conference. Like, it's too late for us. We got to wake up early. Piss on the Red Wings. I hate them so much. <laughs> I'm just, this today brought back so much of that old. It was all hatred. over the place. Driving yep. into the, uh, driving into the stadium with my beautiful girlfriend, Stacy, who was here. We're at, we're at Washington and Ashland. It's like one fifteen in the day. It's one fifteen in the afternoon. There's nobody around. 
And we're sitting at the red light. The light changes green. <laughs> There's two guys, and they actually were end up sitting. They were right behind you yeah. guys when I came in. And, and they were getting they, they were, did, had it coming. They they were wearing a, uh, a cider and a Larkin jersey, and I roll down the window. And I scream at the top of my lung, Detroit sucks, and drive away. And Stacy was, like, sending a text message or something. I scared the crap out of her, and uh, it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I, I mean, for the Red Wings fans out there, like, we'll just keep developing players for you here in Chicago. And then <laughs> trying to help you get over, like, trying to get you back to relevance. Like, here's Patrick Kane. Here's Alex Debrinkit. Yeah. Here's Blackhawks legend Olimata. Enjoy losing to the Rangers <laughs> in the first round yeah. this year. Yeah. They had uh, Dominic Kubelik for a second, didn't they? Ah, yes. They did. And Pia Suter. Yeah. We'll keep sending you our table scraps. Yep, <laughs> there you go. Anyway, um, let's get to these Super Chats because there are a lot of them and they are hefty today. Thank do, you very much. Do we want to do the that. big one first? Let's do the big one first. Kerry Franklin with a $100 Hey-o. Super Chat. That's amazing. Says, this is one of my favorite Blackhawk days ever. Chelios gets his jersey retired and hangs in the rafters with all the best. Mm-hmm. Former Blackhawks and NHL greats coming out for number seven. Kaner showcasing his class and skills. Bedard the future with another great game and the check on Kaner. Yeah, it was yeah. a very entertaining night. And I promise you we're not going to spend the whole night bitching about the loss in Red Wings fans. There's a lot of good stuff that happened tonight. We're going to get to it for sure. Today was a day for peep for stargazing. That's absolutely. For sure. Does oh, that yeah. tie for our biggest super chat ever? No, we've had uh, bigger than that. Yeah, I think we've had a 200 before. We had a 250 yeah. okay. hit, hit before. But if you'd Didn't like Duke to like just visit us one day and if you'd us. like to be our biggest super chat, yeah. uh, go for it. We yeah. will not stop you. Put it without a shadow of a doubt. Add an extra zero at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you will for sure be the record. There you Absolutely. Go. Um, young Dangle God is back, uh, loyal to yeah. the bit with his dollar chip in for vaguely suggesting the Hawks bring Patrick mm-hmm. Kane back. We're not we having did. that conversation today because we've had it seven million times. We had to bring it's back not, the jar. The happening. ship has sailed. It's Move not on. happening. Move on. Move on. Guys, never uh, say never. Five from Lebowski. Aside from winning three cups, drafting Kane, Taze, and Bedard. Seeing number 30, number 27, number 20, number 4, number 10. Support number 7 tonight was the coolest thing as a 90s kid Hawks fan. Yeah, this was uh, custom made for Greg and I. (laughs) I'll tell you about walking into the building. Like, it was just like, oh. Yes. It was so Uh, cool. McLovin with five. Amazing game. Really awesome to see Kaner be showtime despite the outcome. Chelly ceremony was great. And the chat sure is angry. LMAO. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, Brian T. Schlaff says Jacob Magna was way better tonight and made some good defensive plays. Okay. Okay. Thank sure. you for $5. He wasn't <laughs> worse than usual, but, you know, there were still I errors st- out I there. It wasn't the best want, Jacob Magna game. I still don't want to see him out there anymore. No. And Cricket, our, our pal, $20 says, Hi, Hawks friends. Hi, guys. Hi, producer. It's Steven tonight. It's your Again, crush. It's Cricket's crush. From mm-hmm. on high. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is for all the tweets and comments I've seen today. That Kane shouldn't have left, should come back, because you know we'd have 100% gotten Bedard with Kane still on the team. Exactly. Yes. That would not have happened. Right. So thank you for the super yeah. chats. Um, you know who did have a better game today, by the way? I think Kevin Korchinski bounced back nicely. He did, yeah. After a couple of rough games where he looked a little, things moving a little too fast for him, I think he took a little bit of a deep breath, simplified things today, and, and it was much he better. He showed a lot more poise with the puck uh, in his own zone uh, today. I definitely... That that stood out to me was his his control with the puck uh, defensively and 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 uh, orchestrating some breakouts. Like he looked more confident today, which was great to see. Yeah, yeah. All right, what you were here post game? What what's what's worth playing here? Should we play um, Luke? Should we play Seth? Should we play? I know we got some Patrick Kane post game audio we could get to. 
What do you recommend? I mean, the stuff was okay, but, you know, I mean, Luke was fine. It was sh- shorter end for Luke. Um, really yeah. selling it. Sure. I mean, these guys pretty much tell you exactly what you expect them to tell you. Like, I could write it myself. But tell uh, me which one to click, Greg. Pick one. The Justin, F- no, uh, Seth, just play Seth Jones. It's the shortest. All right. Seth Jones. To please the crowd. You first of all describe the atmosphere in the building tonight. Yeah, it was uh, unbelievable. It felt like a, a playoff atmosphere. And uh, uh, just easy to play in front of the fans uh, when it's that way. And I thought we played with some good energy. I th- obviously, we got a lot of energy from that crowd tonight. Um, and uh, it was a fun game to be a part of. Uh, what was that, I guess, in overtime just to... I guess can you walk us through kind of what happened that last sequence there? That's kind of what happens, you know. We well, we got through the broken stick. Um, we did a good job there, and then we won a battle. We had a three on two, and that's kind of what happens in OT. You go on an eye man rush, and if you don't score, guys are just kind of hanging out back there, and it turns into a, an eye man rush game, and they end up getting a breakaway, and that's Patrick Kane for you, you know. Uh, just a a great move against a, a goalie who's been great for us all year, and, and Peter and. Uh, Showtime right there. You just talk about the team defense, the second line, and you guys were out there against Kane at a break at most of the game and had him neutralized most of the afternoon. Yeah, first period, they didn't get much on us. Um, and then second period, they started moving around a little bit in our D zone. Uh, we had some bad changes. and then, um, But we still uh, did a pretty good job. They didn't have anything. And then you know, a couple of minutes left in the game, they kind of get that, that uh, you know, cat right there. Just kind of a greasy one from behind the net. and. Uh, he's done that a lot when he was here. So just putting pucks to the net, and then they got that one. And, you know, it's hard to, to contain great players for 60 minutes. What was it? Was it ceremony? That was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, he's done so much for this, not just this organization, but this city. You could hear it in the, um, the enthusiasm of the fans out there before the game. And it was awesome that we got the chance to sit out there and, and listen to him talk to everyone and uh, the people that he thanked. And, you know, his mother's here. And, and, and so it was just a, a great atmosphere. And, um, it was uh, definitely heartwarming, and uh, us as a team uh, wish him obviously all the best, and uh, congratulations to him. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks. There he is, Seth Jones. He is the nominee for four-star of the game. He was the highest-rated player of both teams uh, in this game. Um, so there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> of both teams, really? There, yeah, he was the he was oh, the wow. highest rated. I knew he was the highest. Yeah, the highest game score highest of anyone score in the game. Anybody in the game? But. Yeah, man, he really fucked up then, right? Yeah, brutal, yeah, terrible, Just terrible, oh, terrible game. game. Yikes! He had a one point four six expected goals for and a zero point two nine expected goals against. Hmm. Expected right. by whom? The stat people, not our chat. Apparently, the analytics. Oh. Hey, Carrie, she's back again. Or we they're don't back like again. Analytics. Yeah, there you go. There it is. There's our guy, Patrick. Uh, did you see Eisman's face when Chelios encouraged the Detroit Sucks chant? Priceless. I did not see that. No, I missed that. But that's, that's I rode the, ele- the post-game elevator, uh, stood next to Steve Eisman. Did you tell him, hey, good plan? No, I did not. No, you should have. <laughs> He's not very big. He's not. The no, Greg, you must be big to be a good hockey player. He's not very big. Maybe he was both. what five? He's what five ten? Yeah, he's Eisenman? not. I he mean, was yeah. He's not a big dude. Like I just, you think of Pat, Steve Eisenman as this just you know the way he played. Right. But then you see him. I know he's, you know, hasn't played and he was ten know. feet tall if he was a foot. <laughs> I know he hasn't played in in a couple of decades, but still, man, it was uh, still pretty cool. Lots of people that I was just like in awe of today. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, all right. Let's let's ball up this game and throw it away. Let's let's have some fun about this one because it was aside from the ending, a perfect night. It's awesome. Just from like walking into the arena and seeing what they had laid out for Chelios with mm-hmm. the multiple uh, black and red carpets and then like the giant iPad that was basically part yeah. of the stage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they had the, the like the scare. What do they call it? Like a scarif. Like that they were projecting the seven on through the entire game. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Raise it was just it was everything was perfect. Was Good really thing cool. is you in can the keep all that stuff and use it next year when you raise Brett Seabrook's number. Yes, there. two seasons. And it was very <laughs> cool to see Seabrook there in the Chelios yeah. jersey and mm-hmm. Chelios telling the story of, "Hey, Brent Seabrook called me and asked if I could, if he could wear my number." And I said, "I don't know who this kid is, but why the hell not?" And then, yeah, right. And then Chelios said he grew into his favorite hawk of that era. Yeah. And it won't be the last time uh, number seven is raised to the rafters. No. Nope. Chelios and Seabrook, they uh, cut from the same cloth. Didn't just wear the same number. Um, you know, Seabrook didn't. He played a lot like Chelios did. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't as brutally rough mm-hmm. as Chelios was, but it was a different time. Um, yeah. You, yeah. Could, you couldn't do what Chelios got away well, with on most nights. Chelios, though, in pinpointing his favorite Brent Seabrook moment, is the most Chris Chelios moment uh, of his career is the wakey wakey yeah, on David yeah, Backus. Exactly. Uh, that, yeah. That's that's a Chris Chelios classic right there. Oh, absolutely. Chris Chelios did that every other game. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned cloth. And speaking of cloth, you can get buy and some new cloth at the CHGO mm-hmm, locker yes. with our brand new uh, Raised in Chicago number seven design uh, honoring Chicago's very own. You know who we're talking about. Number seven. Tom's Killing. Um, but get your shirt at chgolocker.com. Yes. It's very cool. Very simple design. I like it. Uh, the old, uh, Hawks style banner raised in Chicago. I love that design. Very, very cool. That'll pop. So it's available right now at chgolocker.com. And while we're telling you about that, it's a good time to remind you that if you want to become a diehard, guess what? That shirt's free. It will be. And also diehards, big announcement coming. On tomorrow's mailbag show. Yes. So lots of reasons to become a diehard. Go to allchgo.com. You'll get the free shirt, that shirt, or whatever shirt you want Mm -hmm. from the CHGO locker. You get 20% off all the events, takeovers. Takeovers. I mean, there's still games left this year, so maybe there'll be another one. Interesting. Something maybe yes. we'll talk about tomorrow. Really cool seats involved, possibly. Yeah, Ooh, it's wow. a really uh, a great bargain, and it helps us go. So seats. become a diehard today. Nice. Um, so I'm trying to go like celebrity count. You had for the pregame panel was Belfour, Tony Monte, who's lost weight. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> you were very you, upset. So <laughs> you were so turned bad. back on me. Uh, Jeremy Roenick yep. and uh, who did I forget? Gary Suter. Um, out there with Foley, which was great. Eddie Belfort and his old man eyebrows creep me out. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's on I Peaky Blinders him. these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he doesn't have the uh, the long flowing mane like he used to. No. Yeah. Then we saw Keith Hosa, Sharp, and Seabrook. Yes, I saw awesome. Steve Armour pregame. Okay, he was there? Never. They never showed him. Uh, Theo Epstein shot the puck. Cindy Crawford, Cindy Crawford shot the puck. and made it. Eddie Vetter shot the puck. John yep. McEnroe was there. Gretzky and Messier were there. Uh, Ty Domi. John McGinley. Ty Domi. Uh, the actor. Oh, John McGinley, yeah, McGinley uh, from uh, yeah. Scrubs. He was sitting next oh. to Wayne Gretzky. I think Dr. Drew was in that. Okay, that sure. Why not? Malibu. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Keith, Keith Carney Car- was there. Keith Carney. Keith Carney. Yep. And Looks how the same. damn good looking he is. He's got a story. He's got like a Mr. <laughs> Incredible saw, job. I, going when on. I walked into the arena, I walked down, you know, by the locker room and through the media area, and Ronick and, and uh, Steve Larmer was there, Pat Foley. And I see Chris Carney. And for a second, I thought it was Chris or Keith Carney. 
I thought it was Christopher Knopf for a second. Oh, like, I was like, <laughs> what, what are you doing here? It took me like five seconds to go, holy crap, that's Keith, that's Keith Carney. Brian Noonan was there. Uh, Reed Simpson. Yeah, Rodman. Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Rodman was Dennis there. Rodman. Uh, lots, lots, lots of cool. There was a video of Michael Jordan. Yes, yes. Michael Jordan From was supposed to be there, but then uh, ended up not being able to be there. And Ryan Miller uh, says Kid Rock was there, and we got a picture of Kid Rock. Drinking that beverage, he uh, swore he would never drink again. Oh, weird mm, how that works. Weird how that works. Yeah, um, yeah. Reed Simpson. Well, Reed Simpson's there. Uh, he was part on the ice there. Reed Simpson's at almost every Blackhawks yeah, game because he's, he's a scout. He's a, so he's always Montreal, up Montreal, right? I believe the yeah. Canadians. Yeah. yeah. Reed Simpson's at the building. I think he still lives in the Chicago area because he's always scouting. But lots of lots of fun people. And you know who I saw on the way out that like I had to double take, John Cooper. Oh yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning head coach was there. Interesting. Interesting. He's, you know, it's his buddy that's the Red Wings coach, and Eiserman's yeah. his old boss. So they must be. Uh, they must is, be. Is Tampa playing Detroit or Chicago? Not not Chicago. Uh, I can bring that up while you guys talk about something else. But Interesting. I'm, he must have had a stop here or something. Um, yeah, because I mean, him and Chelios don't have any connection. Yeah, I'm guessing it was more to catch up with his his, uh, and they played today. Are you sure it was John Cooper? It was John Cooper. <laughs> I know John Cooper. That was John Cooper. Uh, mm. Let's take a quick peek here. This is great transitioning. Well, a lot of people wondering where Jonathan Taze was. Don't know. He's in the Himalaya Wasn't Mountains there. somewhere. Eating, Wasn't there, but if you had... Eating raw mushrooms. If you had uh, read, I believe it was Scott Powers' interview with Patrick Kane, um, or part of his interview with Patrick Kane, part of it was talking with Jonathan Taze, and Taze had said in that piece that you know he'd be he'd be watching from home, so he wasn't going to be there. I I don't know what uh, Jonathan Taze has been up to this year, and I think it's it's interesting because like we want to know we want to know what what his life is like, but like also like he's not he has no clearly has no interest in trying to play hockey. Like he's not like, it's like, Oh, Jonathan Taze is skating and he's waiting on a team to call him. He's not Phil Kessel. Um, so it, it really just kind of seems like he soft launched retirement and yeah. it'll probably be official this summer. Who knows? But it's interesting um, how little that there has been even like, not even like a video, you know, when um, was it Kane's thousandth game when he was still away from the team. Yeah. He stent in a video and was like, "Hey, congratulations, Patrick! All that stuff." Not even a video from him today. So I don't know. It's that's it's it's a little interesting, but I, I don't mean to the conjure up any kind of bring him back or any whatever. No, I, but I it's just it's just we're interesting. Also not being critical. It's just yeah. Curious. It's just interesting that it yeah. wasn't uh, he 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 wasn't uh, involved tonight. Well, we're way behind on an ad break. So are we, Greg? Why don't you tell us about Chevy? I can do that. All right. Does John uh, Cooper not drive Phil, a Chevy? And not Philip Kershev either, because that's his nickname <laughs> in the locker room. Uh, we're talking about Ray and Ray Chevrolet, and they're sharing their best offers all month long with their auto show sales event. Make sure make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings. As one of the top-selling Chevy deals in the entire Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they are offering 0% financing for 72 months on all new Silverados with over 100 available. And to top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under $20,000. Seriously, guys and girls, can pricing get 
any more affordable than it is right now. I think and I know everybody loves the word free, that's for sure. And that's what you'll get this month at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake, a free oil change. All you have to do is mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change. Start off the new year right and schedule by February 29th. That's only a couple days from now. <clears throat> we gave you an entire, a full day extra this month to get that oil change. So you better take advantage of it. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. And uh, when you've been dealing with lippy Red Wings fans all night and guys that are strutting around about being average, sometimes you need to take the edge off and chill out, relax a little bit. And that's why I have not one but two course lights options right <laughs> next to me because, boy, this has been a long day with a shitty ending. And it's been a long day. I'm, I'm overstimulated. Yeah, nothing helps you uh, destimulate mm-hmm. like a nice ice-cold Coors Light. And whether your team is losing or life is stressing you out in general, things can feel chaotic. That's why Coors Light helps you find moments to chill all year long. And it's my go-to beer. It is delicious. It is cold. It is refreshing. I can drink many of them and not feel awful. I love it. Coors Light is my go-to, and uh, it does. It just helps you kind of take that edge off and chill out on a crazy day, and it's the first thing I did when I walked. Well, second thing I did. The first thing I did was use the men's room because it had been two, two and a half periods, and I was dying. Oh, that's what I then I went right in to the fridge, cracked a nice cold Coors Light, and I feel a little bit better. Nice. I was a little feisty. Yeah. If you go into the pregame chat, I was uh, engaging with some people. You were. But the Coors Light took the edge off of me, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Coors Light, for making me not be a jerk to the people that pay our bills. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know when those mountains turn blue? They're here on the cup. They're there on the can. It's cold as the Rockies. Coors Light is cold lockered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. For a smoother finish, when it's time to chill, open to Coors Light. It is mountain fresh, mountain cold refreshment. And when it's time to chill, Coors Light's the beer I reach for. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door, probably right now, with Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash CHGO Hockey. Again, that's CoorsLight.com slash CHGO Hockey. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Getting Coors Light delivered right to your door sounds like a wonderful time. Yes. It's a nice service. Less people involved. That's always a good thing. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, Mike Keenan was there today, too. Wow. He, I mean, the, he sent a tweet uh, with a picture of him. Mike Keenan sent, sent a tweet. Uh, it was retweeted by my buddy Brian Sandalow of the Chicago Sun Times. Wow. Um, Is it Coach Iron Mike? I think so. <laughs> Instant follow. It's definitely Mike Keenan. Who would think of all the people in the world that Mike Keenan would have Twitter? Wow. He does. Would not, uh, that anyway, would sorry not to derail you. That. But he was not there. At all. Uh, he was there. Oh, yeah. There's a picture of. Uh, Belfour, Keenan, and uh, is that Ronick? Coach Iron Mike. Oh, oh yeah. Jared Mike Keenan, 10,000 followers. No, that's, that's not Ronick. It doesn't matter. Yep, there he is. Mike Keenan. Wow. Wow. Yep. All right. That. No, that's. Is that Doug Gilmore? That might, that be, might Doug, be Doug that Gilmore. That might be Doug Gilmore. Here, I'll share this photo with you, Stephen, <laughs> so people know what the hell we're I, talking about. I, yeah, I think that's Doug Gilmore. That look, yeah, it does look like Doug I Gilmore. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, him and Ed Belfour. There you go. It's coming up on Slack right now. And yeah, if, if, that, if that's Keenan in the middle, that, is. that guy walked yeah, by me, I no, would never I would know never go to his Keenan. Go to the him, him and Chelios. That's definitely Mike Keenan. Yeah, it's definitely him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I probably walked by him four times a day and didn't even realize it was him. <laughs> what venue is this? 
I don't know. Wherever the post it's, game. It's, there, well, I know for a fact there was a post game in the atrium. Yeah. Yes. My buddy Matt Spiegel's band is playing there. Uh, That's okay. who and it they is. They had it, like okay. all. Stacy saw it. It was all like kind of. Yeah, they, they never. The they never. Yeah, the they never thing. block never off opened, the atrium. They never like had that. that second entrance. Yeah. Open to get to it. Like if you didn't enter through there, you couldn't get in there. Uh, there's the picture on your screen yeah, right now. Doug, Doug Gilmore. Gilmore is definitely yeah. Doug Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, Mike Keenan and Eddie Belfour. That's awesome. How cool is it, by the way, that they... I love... By the way, the presentation today of the 90s stuff. So And good. they had the 16-bit scoreboard. Me, that was so, so cool. Good. And then they went back to old scoreboard elements. Yeah, like old, yeah. like, uh, in-break entertainment. But they had the Eddie Belfour montage. Yes. Oh, my God. That was awesome. So cool. Like, it... it, it yeah, they put the it wasn't necessarily the sixteen bit graphics. It was more. Um, it was like the old. They made the it look old, like light bulbs. The old yeah, lights right, right. from yeah, like yeah, the yeah. yeah the Chicago the old stadium. stadium was all light bulbs, and uh, they made it look like that. The, yeah, the that opening awesome. montage with the nineties was. I was just like, oh my god, it was so good. It was so great. I'm fifteen again. Like so were those Dunkaroos I just saw? <laughs> yeah. Was that Pepsi Clear? Sunny D. Like, yeah. It was yeah, so it was cool. Great. And then the Chelios highlights all night long. That dude. You, you forget what a monster he was mm-hmm. and what a just certifiable badass. Yeah. Like Wayne Gretzky even said it. Wayne Gretzky had a voice message, uh, and he said Wayne, uh, that uh, Chelios was one of like three or four guys that he was n- ever nervous, nervous to, to play, play. against. Yeah. But he said he always gave me a heads up when he was about to run me from behind. <laughs> so, some, what a uh, gentleman. Yes, yeah. some, some sportsmanship. There. I think they just they did a great job of – educating people on who Chelios was because we kind of yeah. realized it this week. Like, man, there's a lot of people in our chat that never saw him play. Mm-hmm. No, if they did, at least they, for know, the Hawks. they know him as a Red Wing, not a, yeah. not a, and look, like, yeah, I mean, let's I've, be honest. Like he had good, sorry, Mario. Um, he had really good years in Detroit, he finished second for the Norris yeah. behind Nick Lidstrom. That's a decent team. Um, <laughs> but he was not the same guy in Detroit. His prime was in Chicago. A hundred percent. And he wasn't playing. Seth Jones minutes, 27 minutes a night, 25 minutes a night like he was here. He was kind of a, another guy in a very deep team mm-hmm. that made them better for sure. But the way Chelios played in Chicago, they they did a great job of letting people know they're showing goals, they're showing hits, they're showing fights. They're show- Chris Chelios was as complete of a player as you're ever going to find. Mm-hmm. The most playoff games in NHL history. All-time leader for the Hawks in penalty minutes. That shows you, like, (laughs) he was, what did Foley say, a four-time first or second teamer? uh, Seven-time first or second team NHL All-Star. And then played six years with the torn ACL? That's what he said, yeah. Which is insane. He's just, like, the baddest-ass dude. Like, everything that Hawks fans and, and Bears fans talk about is, like, that's what it means to be a hawk or a bear. Mm-hmm. Like that that uh idealized vision of a player for that organization, Chris Chelios is that yes. dude. Yeah. He is. he is tough as hell, skilled as hell, and I wrote about it for Blackhawks beat and I know Scott and um and Laz for uh the Athletic kind of did something similar where they talked to old players about what made him so special. But he could walk that line between skill and grit and and seamlessly weave between the two in the yeah. matter of seconds, not just a game. Mm-hmm. He was an amazing hockey player uh, among the greatest American-born players of all time. I give the edge to Patrick Kane, honestly. It was, it was kind of funny, though, that Pat Foley said at the end of his, his speech, yes. like, the greatest 
American player of all time, Chris Chelios. And then when not more than an hour later, when there's uh, the the video tribute to Patrick Kane, there's a clip of Pat, Pat Foley saying, the greatest American player. <laughs> Which one is it, Pat? It can't be both. It can't be both. <laughs> um, and then they said, and when yeah. Chelios said, we're going to, no, oh, no, it was Foley. Whatever it was. Somebody well, said, we're going to talk to the – uh, the, the other greatest American-born player ever. I'm like, oh, Austin Matthews is here. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that that was. Uh, I think that was when Chelios acknowledged Kane in his uh, in his speech, um, which was a really cool uh, little little nod that he uh, he gave to him. And yeah, I mean, for for me, like I've I always have known about Chelios and, and and how good of a player he was here in Chicago but by the time I was like getting into hockey getting into the Blackhawks he had been he had been traded so it was it was really only knowing him like oh he was really good with the Blackhawks and now he's in Detroit that's kind of weird don't they hate each other kind of thing um and and then yeah seeing the success he had uh with the Red Wings winning winning two Stanley Cups and everything but over time learning about, you know, Chelios and, and all the great Hawks of the 90s and stuff, having never seen them play as Blackhawks, um, you know, seeing the highlights and, and seeing it all put together tonight was 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 fantastic. Um, I mean, there there's something that... There's nothing that the Blackhawks do better than than honoring their players yeah. and, and putting on putting on a show uh, for, for special alumni players. Like, it's... it's it, Tonight was fantastic uh, for Chelios. It really hit all of those, um, hit all of those key points of, of of his career, his his skill points. The you know the the fact of of being a guy who was from Chicago and and got to play for the Blackhawks, his his childhood dream, you know, team to to uh, you know he said the greatest day of his life was the day he was traded to the Blackhawks, and 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 how true that that was for him and. Um, just awesome. Just an awesome. Uh, awesome he let night. us in on a little secret. We got to talk to Chris after the <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. And he had said that, well, it's been a few years, so I guess I could tell this now. But uh, the night before I got traded to the Blackhawks, I actually was in jail. Just a street fight. No big deal. Traded <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, to the Hawks or Red Wings? Well, he's got, no, to the Hawks. Oh, wow. So, okay. night, so it was like he got out of jail and was told he was getting oh, traded my God. to the Blackhawks. <laughs> Spending the night in the drunk tank. Oh geez. Well, uh, how hey, about that? It was a different time. Let's somebody somebody sure asked him about his time in Madison on the ice and off the ice about like how that held him. He's like, Oh, on the ice was great. I that was the first time I really was like coached how to play defense. He says, Off the ice, I was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, to get an idea, that, Chris Chelis, because I'm looking that tracks. Yeah, I'm looking at his career numbers and they didn't track time on ice until really the 97 like his last couple years here so you really don't get but here at 40 years old on the 2002 stanley cup winning red wings he played all 23 games of the playoffs averaged 26 minutes and 22 seconds of ice as a 40 year old yeah that's 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 insane yeah like what was his time on ice the second go around uh the the 08 08, cup run yeah uh, twelve fifty four, and he only played fourteen games. So oh, okay. different, different, different Chris times. Chelios at yeah. that point. Yeah, but he's forty eight at that point. Right, forty six, forty six, yeah. yeah. But he, he just, I hope that, I think they did a good job. But I hope they did a good enough job of letting the younger fans in. Because look, I like, as a Hawks fan, and I'm forty six. Like all I knew 
were the rumors of Stan Makita and Bobby Hall and, yeah. and Pierre Plot, and like I had to kind of do the work myself. And the Hawks did a good job of letting you know what was so special about them, but it's crazy because I don't know. Maybe you guys agree. Like Chelios doesn't feel that long ago no, that he was here, but me, it was a but, but watching all ago. that stuff in the the great in the grainy uh, yeah. TV the, the, the box video TVs yeah and seeing all these guys come back. And how they've aged, it made me feel old. But it doesn't feel that long ago. I mean, that was like my high school senior picture. I'm wearing a Chris Chelios jersey. Oh, do we have oh, that? Oh, really? Yeah, I think we do. You, yeah. ha- you, you really did? Oh, I'll have yeah, to see, the, see it, it to believe it. There it is. Right there. Ah, there That's it is. Man, the myth, the legend, a Chris Chelios jersey. <laughs> Starter jersey, <laughs> yes, too. That was 90s, about as 90s as you can get. That's awesome. Uh, yes. And he was probably traded about four days after this. <laughs> as soon as I got your jersey, you were gone. Um, but That's awesome. Chris Chelios was and still is the coolest man ever. Like, he just the way he handles himself, the way he talks, the way he casually name drops Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he became just, a good friend of mine. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. He's just, I mean, just look at the people that were there tonight. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. It was an a- A-lister upon A-lister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, by the way, I guess Cindy Crawford was just there. She just wanted to go to a game and just happened to be this one. I no, think no, she was. She's, he, he's good. He's known her a long time. Oh, okay. He's somebody good, somebody uh, told me she just happened to be no, there. No, 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 no. Uh, that would be quite the coincidence. He was, right. he was asked about that. He, he's part of his Malibu crew. Uh, I, I, sure. Yeah, I, I heard about that for the first time today. But he's been friends with uh, her husband for a long time. Okay. So, mm. no, that was, a, that was an invite, yes. By the way. Did not know that she was from Cindy uh, Crawford. Yes. Tip of the hat. Well, see, you weren't Still. around in the 90s either. It's Cindy Crawford. Oh, oh no, I, I know. Still I know throwing Cindy a hundred right? hit in the corners, man. Oh. She is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And I, you know, whatever. I'm not a woman. I think being a woman would be horrible because all you got to do is worry about it's. I don't. I'm glad. <laughs> as Eddie Vedder says, he won the lottery when he was born, white male American. It's true. Okay. But. She has women. not had, from what I can tell, and Stacey's here. Maybe she can just do kidding. some sleuthing. Work done? I don't think so. Doesn't look like I it. I think she's just like aging gracefully. Yeah, maybe, and she maybe, is, maybe a little Botox here or there, but nothing major. She is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, she, she is just the good stunning. And, yeah. Like, I know I, I was treading lightly there, but like, uh, I'm saying like it's, it's women. What I was saying was I don't want to be judgmental of women that get work done. Because there is so much pressure on women to look good all the time. I get it. I'm not judging it. But I, but Cindy Crawford is so clearly like just a natural beauty and she still those skincare products and she's just commercials. And her, they work. She's just rocking her age. She doesn't she's not she's not scared of it. She's not you know what I mean? Like, oh I look old, I can't I gotta do something about it. No. Maybe there's something in the diet Pepsi. Maybe Could be. Or those guest jeans, they hold everything in. Yes. Okay. Uh I'm having swimsuit issue flashbacks. <laughs> Thanks. Any other other opinions on women, Jay? It's not a bad opinion. My point, I'm sympathizing. Oh, we're getting shut down. I'm sympathizing because I'm saying that there's a lot of pressure on women to look good. I I knew what you meant. So I don't want to say, like, these women that get work done should be shamed. I understand your message 100% as you were saying it, but I also know how your brain works. 
That taken out of content might get good luck to your mentions, maybe in a oh. couple hours. Oh, I'm not gonna tweet about it. I know what you. So. I know. I know which. I knew you were going. Like good message, uh, uh, not great delivery. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically my career in a nutshell. So, <laughs> so there you have it. Oh, you know. Um. Anyway, respect. Yes. Yeah. And Thanks. she was the only one to shoot the puck in the net. She had some ability. Yeah. It's a good shot. That was the biggest surprise shots. out of all the people that would were there. That was the one I was like, Cindy Crawford? Like, oh my God. Like, it seems so this random. Is a fever but dream. Yeah. This is like a this is like one of those weird dreams you have when you have the flu. And Eddie Vetter was there. I was back at I was back in the nineties and I was eating Dunkaroos and drinking Sunny D. <laughs> and they just kept and, playing and, Pearl Jam songs yeah, over and, and over. And like all of a sudden Keith Carney showed up and then Sidney Crawford walked by and, and, and the guy from Scrubs was there for some reason. And Tony Amani turned his back yeah. on Jay. Tony Amani was skinny. It was the weirdest shit I've ever dreamt of. <laughs> It really was though. It was it was surreal. And we was awesome. we when we when we found out that this was going to happen, the Jersey retirement, our, we were like, oh my god, it's going to be a who's who of mm-hmm. uh, of a guest list. And it was it was yeah. it was awesome. It was very cool. And, and somewhere in an exclusive location, the party continues as we speak. Oh, it's going on all night. Yeah. Like yeah, it's going on f- for a while. And they earned it. I mean, Chris Chelios. Very few guys uh, that to wear that uniform earned that, and I kind of got this this thought while we were talking to Nick Felino, and he was being asked about this atmosphere. And I wonder if guys like Connor Bedard and and Alex Vlasic and and Kevin Korchinski will take a minute. I'm sure in the moment they weren't thinking about that, but some of these young guys maybe take a moment and see like, look at how beloved. Chris Chelios is for being a great Blackhawk. And then here's Patrick Kane, who had the ultimate success here, mm-hmm. and he is beloved. He's playing for the hated rival, but he is getting standing ovations yeah. and being he's, cheered. He's getting cheered as I he's I wonder if they're going to take a moment and going, we can have that. Yes. Yeah. If, we, if yeah. we do what we're supposed to do, We'll be the guys, the next group of guys that well, become freaking legends. Well, and Chelios talked about it, w- peripheral to the Bulls. Yeah. They're like, we won 11 games in a row, and we got to cup finals and conference finals, and like, we were second fiddle, and we wanted to be what the Bulls were, and yeah. it is motivating. And yeah. you see, like, you're right, man. Like, and I know Bedard has already felt the love. Like, from the moment oh, he's man. arrived here, every time he touches the puck, every time his name is said, there's a loud cheer but the reverence that Patrick Kane was given, because even if you contrast it to Chelios's return to Chicago, and I know different, it's not identical, right? Because Patrick Kane had won here, and his best years were behind him. And with Chelios, you can make that argument, but um, there was a lot of hostility towards Chelios. Yeah, for because a, for a while. he had said that he would never play for Detroit, and I will also say it pissed me off for a while because it felt like. Every opportunity Chelios had to come back, he was kind of rubbing it in Hawks fans' faces. He'd bring the, the cup to Wrigley mm-hmm. and his Red Wings jersey, and like he would do all these things. But when you look back on it, you're like, wait a minute. He's a guy from Chicago that won the cup. Right. Like right. Dave Boland or whoever may have brought the cup to a Blue Jays game. Right. Like he's not mm-hmm. rubbing in the fan in the face of Leafs fans, but it just felt that way because Chelios was so uniquely ours as Hawks fans. That when he went to Detroit and had success there, it made it twice as painful. Yeah. Imagine if the Hawks had never won 
during Patrick Kane's years, and then they trim to the Blues, and he wins a cup, right? Two cups, and is still playing at a super high. Like that's how it would feel. Yeah, because we had to hear about it. Yeah, when you went to some of those Hawks games in the early 2000s, oh my god, especially against the Red Wings when it was 85 percent Red Wings yeah. fans, which mm-hmm. meant like nobody like. Nobody was home in Naperville and Downers Grove those nights because they were all, you know, over uh, rooting for the Red Wings. Like, you heard about it. It was just like you you had no comeback. You could say Detroit sucks all you want, but you knew that wasn't true. Yeah, and we wanted to be them so bad, and for a while we were. Well, and think about the way Dynasty era Hawks fans felt about like the Wild and Predators, where those two teams looked at the Hawks as like their main rivals, Mm -hmm. and we're like, oh. Yeah. You do? That's adorable. Right. The Hawks weren't even on the Red Wings radar. It wasn't even a rivalry. They were worried about Colorado. They were worried about contenders, and the Hawks were bad. Mm-hmm. And Bill Wirtz would sell, before he would release tickets to the Blackhawks fans, he would sell tickets to the Detroit games to Detroit tour groups. So you would have a quarter, half the building would be Detroit right. fans. Because he knew it, it was, was the only brutal. He knew those were going to be the only two or three games he'd sell out all season long. Well, yeah. and Chelio said it too, jokingly in his script when he was saying they <laughs> jokingly, were jokingly, but kind of not. Really. I don't think he was joking. <laughs> he said that Bill Wirtz hated that the Hawks were winning in sweeps because he was losing uh, tickets. Mm-hmm. He ticket wanted sales. more games. That was yeah. not a joke. <laughs> that was. He said it kindly. Right. I guess is a better way to put it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. You know, you see. Uh, the send off that, that that Taze had at the end of at the end of last uh, last season, and um, just how much this city will get behind a team and and players that that have success that go on long runs and and, and whatnot. So I mean, it's the blueprint is uh, is there for how to become a, you know a, a legend in, in Chicago, and it's it's success, it's endearing yourself to the to the city, and I think. You know, there's there's a lot of young guys uh, coming up with this with this Blackhawks organization that are here now that are that are you know in theory on their way, um, and it's you know it you see when when you put in the hard work, um, when you commit yourself to you know having that level of of trying to get to that level of success and and trying to sustain that how much how far that goes with the fan base and for you know for some of those guys. You, know, you could, you know, maybe you see yourself in a Chris Chelios getting his number retired, or you know, uh, eventually down the line, a Patrick Kane and a Jonathan Taze and a Duncan Keith, you know, so on and so forth, being immortalized with the team. Like if you you do that here, you're you're gonna never be forgotten. I tweeted at John Lester, and I'd like to credit myself for John Lester signing with the Cubs. Cody's bit, but I did this before Cody was born. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't check my math. I'll lie. I'll lie. I tweeted at John Lester like a week before he signed and said, I just want you to know that the Bears punter from the 85 team still has a car deal. If you come to this town and win, <laughs> yeah. you are set here forever. Mm-hmm. You'll never pay for another drink. You'll never pay for another steak. You'll never pay for another ticket to any show. Never pay for another haircut. You are royalty in Chicago if you win here. And Keith Seabrook Sharp. Marion Hosa knows it, mm-hmm. right? Like those guys, they showed them on the screen. They showed Keith on the screen last game. The place yeah. was up for grabs. They adore these guys. Oh, yeah. And just think, like when this Chelios retirement was announced, a lot of the initial reaction from people was like, "You can't retire seven. That's Seabrook." Right. Right. You, like people were pissed about it because maybe they never saw Chelios play, or maybe they still had some of the leftover hurt feelings Animosity, from it. Yeah. But 
there was legitimate anger that Brent Seabrook wasn't going up first. And that just shows you the power of winning in this city. Right. And I hope yeah. these young Hawks are getting that message because, look, I'm so glad that I was pissed when I got here. That's like the way that as soon as Kane touched that puck, I might as well just got in my car. Because you knew the effing game was over. Oh, I yeah, closed yeah. my laptop. Yeah, I was like, but, but I'm glad that he got his moment. I'm glad that he got his ovation and his video tribute, and he got yeah. to feel the love. Yeah. It was just, it, aside from, damn it, that ending, uh, it was just a it was a, just a perfect night. And again, like props to the Hawks, they knocked it out of the freaking park yeah. with everything. They always do. I yeah. wouldn't. I honestly think like, what could they have done, or like, what did they miss? Sure, maybe there's another guy or two I would have liked to see. Other than that, though, they can't force people to come. Right, yeah. And th- I, th- I think they did a fantastic job. Yeah. Getting his family out there, having his mom out there. That was great. The Coming in on the car was awesome. Yeah, and that's a throwback to uh, when they retired, uh, or not when they retired, but when they welcomed back uh, Holden Makita. They came out in the 57 Chevy yep. the same oh, way. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. Um, but I can't wait now. That Chelios is probably the last like distant former hawk. I don't think I think the Larmer thing is probably sailed. They would have done it if they yeah. they would have done it by now. There hasn't been the outcry. Unless they're thinking, well, Except if we're gonna do that, guys. we have to do Chelios first. But like I'm doing if I if we're starting to talk about that era, I got two more before Larmer. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm putting thirty and twenty seven up there first. See, I put twenty eight before twenty seven because Yes, Jeremy Roenick was awesome, but when you look, 524 games, that doesn't seem like a long time. I know, but I think you is also have more, to put like the cultural impact of the player on a team, too. Three cups. And what the dude meant. I'm just saying. I'll check. Twice. It might be about the same. You know what but I mean? Yeah, like, the, I just think the when, when cultural f- impact makes a, makes a difference. Yeah, sure. like he was the dude on that team. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. He, no, I, and his best years that he ever played were in I, Chicago. By the way, I'm not saying don't retire Larmer. But I'm saying if you're if you're going back to that well yeah. of players from the 80s, 90s, whatever, I'm putting up my next one is Belfour, then Ronick, then Larmer. Yeah. Well, I mean they've given out 27, 28, and 30 to other guys before. Yeah. So it's it feels weird, um, but I think you know now that they've put out their quote unquote guidelines or whatever. Um, you know, there's <laughs> you know there's there's some some standard that can that can be set, but yeah, I mean, if you're if we're having a debate about you know does Corey Crawford get retired, I think you re- you got to do Belfort before you do Crawford. And he's I got think, two cups though. That's kind of the tiebreaker, I think. Yeah, but but individually, I mean, two Vezinas for for Belfort. Yeah, and he's got the individual stuff for sure. You know, again, cultural yeah. impact was it was a huge thing. I think it, it's tough for those those '90s guys just because. It, it was such a different time as opposed to like, you know, they weren't all over the place. They weren't on TV for home games. They didn't have the Stanley Cups. Yeah, they made the one final, but they didn't win. You know, having three Stanley Cups, having all your games on TV, being part of, you know, when social media is a thing and you're, the marketing is there and you're just in your face all the time. Um, you know, I... I I don't know. It's just I think for those '90s guys, maybe the Chelios thing opens opens it up a little bit. But I think I don't know if they're going to be able to do that if if they do it. And then we'll see with the the hundred uh, 
the hundred year anniversary coming up. Yeah. If they do a Blackhawks Hall of Fame or a Ring of Honor or something, something yeah. like that. There's where those guys get their nights. Um, and, uh, and, and as, as Kay points out, uh, you gotta be in the hall of fame to get your Jersey retired by the Hawks reportedly. Um, no, you Keith don't. Edmondson's not in the hall of fame. You don't have to. Well, by the new standards. No, I, I don't think you have to. No. No. There's, there's okay. exceptions no. for, I actually have it. Um, the reported document. I did all that research at 3am when they announced that, that stuff. So. Got, all right, I trust you. Sorry for that. If I you find that old tweet where I announced every Blackhawks player that would qualify. Sorry, I <laughs> believed KQ. I was led astray by KQ. Come on, KQ. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right, here. I got it right here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Ready? Ready. <clears throat> Reportedly, <laughs> the player must be retired for at least three years, not including LTIR. Player must be, uh, I'm sorry, played a minimum of eight years and 500 games. 400 for goalies with the Blackhawks is enshrined in the hockey hall of fame or has played a thousand games, 700 games for a goaltender with the Blackhawks played oh. more games with the Blackhawks than any other team during their career among the most prolific Blackhawks at his position as evidenced by on ice performance, all-star selections and major NHL awards exhibited and continu- continues to exhibit strong off ice character, uh. change the game of hockey <laughs> Additional consideration given for members of Stanley Cup winning teams in Chicago. Additional consideration given for the entire body of work done by a player for the organization, including time as a broadcaster, ambassador, and the like. So there are some loopholes if they feel there are some guys that maybe deserve it that don't have the... And I think Keith Magnuson is probably the perfect example of that, is his impact on the Hawks carried on well after he played. So, yeah. And so, yeah, like look, looking at that, um, notable guys that I think fit all those categories: Ronick, Larmer, Amani, uh, Troy Murray, Bob Murray, Patrick Sharp, Nicholas Jalmerson, Dennis Hall, um, Corey Crawford, Ed Belfour, Taze Kane, Keith Seabrook, uh, Doug Wilson, and you know, there's probably some other ones that that jump in there. But those are all guys that kind of fit all those. Uh, a lot boxes. of those sound like great Ring of Honor guys. Yeah. Blackhawks Hall. Yeah, of which is yeah. which we we know I mean, is is coming soon. You can't, you can't retire them all. Um, I mean, you, you got to leave some numbers out there, right? Seven, seven will get retired again. Two, nineteen eighty eight. Those will all go up for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the Larmer thing, I feel like, is just it's 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 a, it's a fan base thing. I also and, feel and, like at and, this and, point and, it would be almost bending to the pressure. Right. And it wouldn't feel as sincere. Yeah. Today's, and I, I, I think this is a little overdue probably for Chelios, um, but it, ha- it just was, it would, today was very sincere. And the Hawks did a really good job of capturing everything he meant to the organization. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they, like I said, they knocked it out of the park. They did a really good job. All right, yeah. we're going to take another break. We've got a bunch of stuff to wrap up, including Four Star, Holy shit, we're on for over an hour. Yeah, we've been on. Well, we knew it was going to be a big show today. Stuff and things to talk about. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Hey, we're not boring people. We got over 320 people watching, but only 158 likes. (sighs) Yeah, come on. And offset the red, the Red Wing Pudwax that came in here. It is appropriate. They gave us seven. uh, Yeah, thumbs down. Thumb down. (laughs) Seven for Chelios. And by the way, Blackhawks Hockey 98 says Duncan Keith's number should be retired. It's going to be. It will be. Don't worry. Don't worry. 
It we're going to be, be retired. He's only been retired Listen, for one year. The next yeah. couple two, of years, you're going to need reasons to sell out the stadium. And uh, sounds like a good Ho- idea. Hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully hopefully there's more sellouts uh, that don't need to be coaxed out of the fan base. Whatever's happening now, there's probably being a lot of beer spilled and champagne yeah. spilled. So they're probably Where, wherever need to those wherever that uh, exclusive post uh, post game yeah, celebration is happening. They may need some new floors. You know where it does need some new floors? Wherever they filmed that uh, Tommy Hawk segment where he spilled all the Chelly's chili. Yeah. They need some new floors. <laughs> I thought about that. Nah, like, like, someone's got, that's the old man of me. Someone's got to clean that that's up. exactly what I, I turned to Emma and said, who's the poor bastard that had to go in and clean that up? <laughs> they definitely need uh, some new floors. So maybe they're looking to uh, get their new floors from the top of the line when it comes to flooring here in the Chicagoland area. And that is... Empire today with Empire today you get to shop at home uh, with convenience you got the right product for your needs with quick and professional installation all with their low price guarantee Empire today is the best place to get new flooring so of course they have copycats but Empire cannot be beat on quality service or speed so competitors try to beat Empire with low quality products that Empire simply won't carry and Empire Thus, they cannot uh, promise the lowest prices because anyone who does is putting flooring in your home that they would not put in their own. Uh, So, you know, one thing that Empire does that I think is uh, beautiful for the 21st century is their virtual floor designer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just snap a picture of the room that you're looking to get your new floors in. And uh, with the virtual floor designer, you can... Test out any flooring that you're looking to, to, to get. See what matches your uh, drapes or your wallpaper or the painting on the ceiling. Whatever it is, uh, you can go through their virtual floor designer and see which flooring uh, is going to be best in your home. Uh, so schedule a free in-home estimate today. All CHGO listeners can receive a $350 discount when you use the promo code CHGO. Uh, restrictions do apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. Yep. And, uh, you know, despite the uh, the results most nights for the Hawks, I will say most games are pretty entertaining and pretty fun. And uh, you can say you were on the ground floor of uh, Connor Bedard's rookie season. Go get yourself some tickets. And I'll recommend to you maybe get yourself a Adidas Connor Bedard jersey. Uh, before that, they're gone. That would be the recommendation. Yes, yes, I would add quickly on whatever jersey it is you want to buy. What, the see-through runs are going to be awesome. Oh, man, with the <laughs> tiny little letters. Can't wait for a see-through hockey pants. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you want to get tickets to a Hawks game, you should use our friends at Game Time. It is the best place to find those last-minute deals, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, from sports, music, comedy, and theater events. You can view your seat just like the virtual floor <laughs> designer. They got yeah. the virtual seat viewer, so you know you're not going to have a pole in front of your face when you're watching James Hetfield way away on the power records while Kirk Hammett's tearing it up and Lars is ripping away. Is that Metallica? About that show, I am excited huh? about that show. <laughs> they're, they're the last band on my bucket list, and it's happening. I'm very excited. Nice. Uh, anyway, use game time. They got tickets for all those sort of events. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Uh, all in prices show your upfront total, so you're going to be getting a great deal without hidden fees. The price you see is the price you get. You could buy tickets in just two taps. We got what do we got up there? The Hawks games. This is yeah, the this next is Avalanche and Blackhawks. 
I mean, at Blackhawks, uh, thirty bucks in the door. Ass in seat tic- uh, ticket price, thirty bucks. Yeah, come see uh, some of the greatest stars in hockey: Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr. Play the Blackhawks. The Lesser Taves. <laughs> Score a bunch of goals. Kevin <laughs> Bernard will be there too. Miko Rantanen is going to put up four points. You get to hear "Sad but True" many times because that's the song they play when the Hawks get scored on. Yeah, or a bunch of Tool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so use game time to do that. I will say. You might want to skip that game on March 26th. You might not want to buy those just yet. Not, not from game time. Not from game time. Right. Yeah. Well, just, just, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. But, you know, aside from that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, Steven, do we have a fourth star of the game? Yeah, we do. This one was really close, too. Mm. Really? Yeah. Three good options. I told you before the show this might be the first time that Mrazek doesn't win because Bedard is also in the poll. Mm. And Bedard has won this poll. All right, Uh, Connor Bedard with an assist. 18.35 of ice time, three shots, six shot attempts. Uh, Active in this one, not just offensively either. We're starting to see him. Win some corner battles, back check, playing a little more physically. Finish a check here and there. Yeah, finish a check on uh, on on Kane tonight. He uh, he had <coughs> another one on um, whoever number eleven is. It's not Dan Cleary anymore. Uh, there is no number. It's 11. Pud Wackington. There's no number eleven on Detroit. Maybe nope. it was Robbie Fabry. Maybe you thought the fourteen was an eleven. No. no There's I'm, a number eleven. I'm is looking. I'm looking nope. at the event summary right now. There is no number eleven. Oh God, what was I seeing? It was Shane Goss's bear, looking for things that end in one. I have no idea. Oh, it was the ghost of Daniel Alferson. Yeah, it was the ghost of Daniel Alferson. I had the weirdest dream. I dreamt that Connor Bedard body checked Who? Daniel Cleary <laughs> right into the net. Come on. I, like twice, I was like, oh, that's not Dan Cleary. Well, I, th- I swear I saw Zach Sanford in warm ups. <sighs> he might so have been. We're hallucinating. It's a lot of weird. Something in that chili. <laughs> I mean, it was weird. Like every time I saw 93 and 96 for the. Uh, Red Wings, I thought it was Johan Franzen and Thomas Holstrom. Yeah. It's just the 96 on anyone else in, in Detroit looks Oh, that's weird. Jake Wall. Oh, wait, yeah. 93? Come on, Alex. For Dabrinka? It doesn't look right. Nothing looks it's right too bulky. on Dabrinka these days. 93? Oh. I don't mind 93 as a I mean, a if you're going to wear an ugly jersey, you might as well wear an ugly number. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking of 71, Larkin. That's dumb. But that yeah. doesn't make but sense. He wasn't out there a lot against him, though. We didn't get too many Kane versus or yeah Kane versus Bedard matchups out there by design. Well, yeah, by by both ne- teams. Neither one are good defensively. <laughs> Bedard started overtime. Yeah, he did. Thanks for listening to the show, Luke. He did. He didn't want to. He was asked about that and said, "Yeah, I kind of learned my lesson." <laughs> I didn't want to get yelled at I on, to make the, sure on the internet had again. Yeah, it almost backfired, but uh, it eventually did. All right, and we have our winner for uh, Who's Your Hawk once again. Yes, we do. It goes to Mario. Because he's the guy who got to pick Bedard today. <laughs> I thought I won. Bedard had a primary assist. Jones had a secondary assist. But I had the highest game score. That's more important. I agree. No, primary primary supersedes secondary assists. You supersede the rules. <sighs> we got, we definitely have to get these rules in writing. before. Oh, no, we, we only go by unwritten rules. This, this is, is like whose line is it hockey. anyway. The this is hockey after all. This does not make any yeah. sense. You can yeah, only yeah. have unwritten rules. <laughs> we have to... Uh, we have to get these officially down this summer. We're going to have like a Dude. week's worth of shows where our audience gets, <laughs> gives us the rules for who's your hawk. Because what else we got to talk about? This was, 
This was game 59, so that would mean... Almost nice. What, 23 left to, to go? Too many. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to put it in the old calculator, but might be getting close to magic number time. Oh, he's getting cocky. On, 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 oh, on clinching the to, helmet. We have, to, we have to combine our efforts here. <laughs> yeah, we have to just... Yeah, he's getting cocky. We can't allow we're, this. We're merging. We're becoming a faction. <laughs> you yes. cannot Like WWE? That. No. Yes. And no alliance. Both down. No alliance here. <laughs> All right, what in the world? We got to do Connor's Corner too. Yeah. God, we got a lot of stuff yeah, going on. A lot of Bedard. What a day going on here. Let's see if there's anything added since Steven's here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Patrick Kane fathead? <laughs> oh, that's exactly what <laughs> I, I hate. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. What is this, Jake's office? <laughs> <laughs> that would be just get your fat heads of former Chicago athletes out of here. Yeah. I don't like that. Like, that's got to that's got to come out of here after tonight. That's a one night only. I brought. I actually brought. You should put a Chelios one up there, man. <laughs> today I brought. He was way my, too young for Chelios. So what? Yeah, I brought my Patrick Kane jersey today, and I was gonna put it on set, and I'm like, no. No, screw him. No, he doesn't no. play here anymore. <laughs> not happening. It's oh, not happening. Okay, so, so all right. right, Connor's corner. He had an assist. We're gonna get some mold. Three on shots on goal, nuggets. six shot attempts, eighteen thirty for a while. Uh, and then we got to get to a super chat before we wrap things up. We got one here from yeah, Carrie. Carrie. Carrie's feeling generous tonight. Yeah, thank you, Carrie. Blackhawks are looking good. Obviously, Bedard looks to be the real deal. Vlasic, Korchinski are growing before our eyes. Lots of young guys with a bunch of potential. The new era is coming soon. And look, yeah. I know we have a lot of people on this. Watching us for the first time. Probably. And that's kind of what should be if you want to start watching the Hawks more and wonder, like, what do we take away from games where probably 60% of this roster doesn't really matter? Cool. Yeah. You look Higher. for the young players that you project to be here in the future. Mm -hmm. So the people we've talked about the most this year are Connor Bedard, Alex Vlasic, Kevin Korchinski, and Lucas Reichel. Yep. Philip right? Kurashev. And Philip Kurashev, right. And those are the guys who when this team is ready to win again, will and should be here. So, you know, that's that's where your focus should be. Are those guys looking good? Are they performing? Are they looking like you hope they do? Are they stringing together good performances? Or when they have a bad one, are they quickly recovering from those things? Yeah. And Vlasic had a rough stretch that he's bounced back from. We mentioned earlier in the show, Korchinski did. Bedard's been really, really good with room to grow, of course. Kurish has been consistent all year. Vlasic looks like one of the best shutdown defensemen in the league already. Reichel, back in Rockford, figuring things out. So Two assists in three games. Yeah, that's good. It's okay. Like, baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. Secondary assists. And not everybody's going to develop at the same primary pace. Assists. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, and Tim says, oh boy, Kurishev and Reichel. Watch Kurishev. Kurish has been really good. Yeah. He's yeah. going into corners. He's scoring. He's assisting. He's got chemistry with Bedard. And when the, and when Nazar and Moore and those guys and whoever they draft this year gets here, Celebrini. then you're going to have Kurishev on the third line yeah. providing that Chris Versteeg level of play. Like, not everybody has to be Jonathan Taze or Patrick Kane for you to have success. Right. It takes a whole roster of different kinds of players in depth to win. So not everybody has to be a superstar. Keep that in mind. Yeah. And, and to add to that, what I really liked hearing today from Patrick Kane um, before the game, uh, we had an opportunity to talk with him um, prior to the game in the, in the morning, and he said that, you know, it's, it's, it's really a, a, the Blackhawks are in a really good spot with their young players 
because they have the opportunity to make this organization their own. And I know we've, we've talked a lot about, and, and tonight we've seen a ton of it, about the idea of had Patrick Kane stayed with the Blackhawks or came back to the Blackhawks or Jonathan Tays once again coming back or have, you know, whatever. Um, but as far as, as the young guys go, this is their opportunity to completely uh, take over the organization as the next faces of, of the Blackhawks. And, and Bedard is already here doing that. He is, he is the top dog um, that is, is, is going to lead that way, but there's going to be a ton more guys coming through that are going to be the next, you know, group, core group mm-hmm. of, of guys that, you know, maybe 15, 20, 25 years from now, you know, whatever digital media exists, there's going to be videos of, oh, wow, Kevin Korczynski and Alex Vlasic and Connor Bedard are welcoming, you know, Blackhawk XYZ that, you know, is making their debut tonight. Like, we're going to be, you know, fawning over those videos like we are when we see Keith and Seabrook and Hosa uh, walk in the halls. So um, I, th- I think it's it's really exciting to see the organization where they're at right now with the prospects that they have, the opportunity that they have to continue to build that. Um, and, and the guys that, that, that are already here are already uh, leading the way. So, yeah, it's, I'm telling you, you should feel encouraged about the future, not worried about it. Cause I, it's not just here. I'm seeing it on Twitter. Like, how can they do this? This rebuild is a joke. They lost to Kane. It's like, ouch. Rebuilds are painful. So is this helmet. And if they half a rebuild, oh, stop winning it then. it's not going to work. Right. You can't half it. You can't halfway it. You got to do it all the way or no way at all. Detroit has halfway it for, what, six, seven years? Right. And, and now they're trying and now to they're, it And now it. they're kind of now looking like a wild card team. So yeah, but not a lot. of but, but when you look at the guys on your team, how many of those guys were free agent additions and not draft picks? Olimata, Ben Schrott, uh, Daniel Sprong, Andrew Kopp. David Perron. Where where's where's the uh their their draft the their drafted and developed guys are Cider, uh, who? Raymond Raymond Larkin. Valeno and yeah. Larkin. That's it. That's right? it. That's it. Everybody else has been brought in. Christian Fisher, not a draft pick. JT Comper, not a draft pick. Jeff Petrie, old and bad, not a draft Him pick. Dish. Um <laughs> so yeah, like They've the the plan has changed. What about like, the gritty guy, Jake Wallman? Is no, he a he was a, he was a Blues draft pick and prospect for a long time. Yeah, Mickey Dizadorov trolling him, love it. That was the best. That was, the <laughs> that was my hey. seated gritty. So that was good. All right, yeah. we've been on for way too. Long. Yeah, let's go home. Let's go <laughs> and home. I didn't even have Coors Light. <laughs> I did. I had enough for all of us. We good job, Jay. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Please do us a favor and smash that like button on your way out. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe. We'd love to have you aboard and become a diehard because uh, you get a free shirt or hat, including our Raised in Chicago brand new design or mm-hmm. anything from the CHGO Locker. And you save 20% on all events like takeovers. Yes. In March. Yes. Yes. That could or could not be happening. Against teams from Canada, potentially. Potentially. Right. <laughs> Teams from Canada whose city has rodeos. Yes. That's a lot maybe. of them. This is a, a very specific one. maybe we're giving. Yeah. Right. Where a certain hitman might be from. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Brit Hort. All right. We're going to talk to everybody tomorrow at 2.30. 
mailbag show because we're tired. Get those questions in <laughs> at our Twitter at chgo underscore Blackhawks. You can send us an email, blackhawks at allchgo.com. If I remember the login, I will get those questions for everybody. <laughs> and if you're a diehard, die get on us on the Discord. Yeah, of yeah course. just, you just, just become a diehard, and uh, yeah, we'll see your messages, no problem. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Steven again for joining us today. Gracing us with his a big presence. show for Steven to show up. <laughs> anyway. He's on land. Okay. <laughs> we love you, buddy. All right, we're back tomorrow, 2.30 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 